0: Attention everyone. This is an emergency broadcast. The loud frequency coming from your radio is not a mistake. Do not turn off your radio, but instead turn up your radio as loud as it can go. Do this so we can broadcast this frequency as loud as possible.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank
0: you.
2: Welcome to Game Stuff. As you guys know, I'm your gamer guy, the Grounded One himself, Corey. Today, we actually have three other people in the show. That's right, you heard it, three. It's not this trio. We have four today. Four people for a big amount of announcements that we saw at the Game of the Year Awards 2020. Now, are we going to talk about what games won Game of the Year and not Game of the Year and RPG of the Year? No, we're just talking about the announcements because there was a lot, and that's what we really care about. So, with me today, I have none other than Mr. TMT himself. Joe, how's it going, Joe?
3: Sup, bitches.
2: And then we got back with us. You guys asked for him. He came back. Matt Murray. What's going on, guys? And then our long awaited, I know you guys haven't heard his lovely voice in a long time. We have the one, the only, the sloth man himself, Roberto. How's it going, everyone? So. Like I said, guys, this week is going to be about the game of the year 2020 announcements. But as always, this time we are going to start off with what we've been playing now, because there's so many announcements, we're going to talk about one game each. And because I already know what Matt and me are going to be talking about, Joe, I'm going to pop this one off to you to start. Good, sir.
3: All right. So the thing I probably played the most this week is Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I now have the platinum in Spider-Man Miles Morales. So congrats to me. Don't all me and congratulate me. Good and job. Work, guys. Good, job. Good
4: job. Nice Good job, Joe. Okay. Solid. Solid. Good job. Congratulations.
3: Thanks. Thanks. Um, So, yeah, um, I have to admit, I did put the game down to like the easiest difficulty ever and abuse the crap out of the accessibilities, uh menu to get to platinum, but I got it. So <laughs> <laughs> and I hope all games do this in the future with the accessibility option that don't don't uh hinder trophies. I love it. I love being able to turn the game all the way down to like I don't know if you're still playing mode and like when you have a combo going and you get hit, like you don't, you don't lose it. So yeah. So
4: essentially wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's roll back a second. So you're asking us to congratulate you on getting the platinum in a game that at the end, you technically rat platted. Yep.
3: All right. And you you know what? So, so I abused the system. I did nothing wrong. Fair enough. I still had to put more effort into the into a game than, I, than a rat plat. I had, still had to beat it twice. I still yeah, had to right. beat the entire game yeah. twice. So, um, But experiencing that game a second time, just as good as the first time, man. Except I couldn't skip the cut, half the cutscenes and it was starting to piss me off after a while because I was be like, there's some long-ass cutscenes in that game. But I understand why you can't skip them because the game hides all the loading and cutscenes. So, brilliant job on the team to hide all the loading in the cutscenes. I think every game should do this going forward. Or start doing this. And more have, but yeah, Spider Spider Man: Miles Morales. What a hell of
1: a ride, man! Yeah. Roberto, that's hey. gonna
4: be really annoying for for speed in the future.
1: Oh, Roberto, have you checked out Maz Morales yet? It's another game I have purchased, but not, have st- not has not started yet, and I need to finish. Roberto, the game what the do original. you play? What what
2: games do you play? Actually, Roberto, what did you play this week?
1: Well, um. Uh, so there's been a lot of development in my life the last, uh, couple weeks. I am now working as a frontline worker in the fight against COVID. And Dude, that congrats said, on that, man.
3: that's real brave of you, man. I really, I, I, my hat's off to you. Cause I couldn't do that.
1: It's tough, but, uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Cause, uh, it's real out there, but that being said, I've come home. I am physically just, dis- just destroyed. I can't really move. So I've been grabbing my Vita and just trying to play while I can before I start like before the 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 bliss of the of the soreness gets to me. Uh, so lately now I've been playing Gravity Rush for the first time.
2: What a great game on the Vita game!
1: Yeah, I never played it before. I, I as a matter of fact, I played it in 2013 and got a trophy, and then I just stopped. And for some reason, I never followed up. I think part of it is just because like at the time I wasn't really into indie games and weird Japanese type titles like that. And then now like, you know, then like I'm, I'm into that stuff because you know, it's different. It's weird. It's, it's from the, it's off the beaten path.
0: It's a great it's, game.
1: Yeah. It, it's like, and I, what I like about it is like, it's, it's the uniqueness of the zero gravity combat, but also it's this whole comic book style story. That's like, you know, with the, that you get with the game and you can like rotate the Vita and stuff like that. And it's fascinating. It just, it feels like something Ghibli would have made definitely and, uh yeah so i've been playing with that and also time recoil on the Vita. and then um i admit that the, the job kind of hindered me on this but uh my nephew got me sucked into fortnite and now i am officially addicted to fortnite like a crackhead is addicted to crack because it's video game crack it, so, that's exactly what it is
3: <laughs> so i have a question for you now yeah are you going to buy the subscription to fortnite
1: now the subscription was signed on in May three weeks ago, or two weeks ago. Whenever that thing happened, I got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but...
0: I'll, oh, my God, I'll, I'll, Roberto.
1: I, like, in another episode, I'll probably go deeper, but what I'll mention is that... That's send you of Fortnite
2: Rehab. Joe, Joe, he's doing it for the family, just like you're going to play yeah. Fast and Furious for the family. You know, Roberto's playing Fortnite for the family.
3: Oh, wait, check it out on uh, Christmas night. Uh, I'll probably start streaming around 9 p.m. That's Twitch, uh, Mr. 84 on Twitch. Yep, cheat plug.
1: So, <laughs> nice. Yeah, my nephew introduced me to it back in, say, September, and I just, like, I dipped into it, and I was like, oh, okay, I can get used to this, and now I'm on that every day. Part of it is that right now the Mandalorian is a character, and if you level up to 100 in this season, you get Baby Yoda and also get all his Beskar armor. And so the quest is not so much for just the heck of it. It's to get the Beskar armor and get Baby Yoda. So I'm at level 40 as of tonight, and I have a ways to go. But it's a lot of fun. I even have to thank Kalai because Kalai encouraged me to get that Steel Series wireless headset. And I've been using that to directly coordinate with my nephew. Together we have won three victory royales and duos. With some spectacular finishes, including one where it boiled down to one shotgun blast and several AR rounds fired at me and like 10 round, ten hit points of health. But uh, yeah, that was a wild end. I, I recorded it even with the PlayStation 4 thing. So there's something very entertaining when you're in a taxi cab and you're playing Gungam style and people are shooting at you, but you're driving past uh, Stark Industries Iron Man base. It's just... It's a wild ride. Um, I'm very happy to be playing that. Although, also, yeah, uh, I bought Master Chief. I did not buy Kratos uh, for some reason, and I feel very ashamed. I spent twenty bucks
2: on, on a Master Chief skin, full well, set. Gross. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's okay. Don't don't <laughs> defame the, the Kratos like everybody else does. Like, I need to on. I need to purchase it, but I missed it. No, him. no, just let him be. Oh, just let him be. it. Don't do that. Don't be another person that buys them and then makes them do stupid emotes and make them look like a little wissy pants. You know, that's I, fine for Master yeah. Chief, because you know what? He deserves it. So Man. I have discovered music because of Fortnite in
1: particular. One song is Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, and uh, Heartless or Heart, Heart Heartbeat by Childish Gambino. I love that what song. What has this game done to me?
3: Go listen to all Gambino's music. It's amazing. Yep. You Matt.
4: And you should listen to all The Weekends music as well.
3: Matt, don't you call those shit crystals if I'm correct?
4: Yep, they are shit crystals. You paid twenty dollars for a shit crystal that looks like Master Chief. Congratulations. At least
1: it's not twenty bucks to have like another life or something like those mobile games. Like those are the worst.
4: <laughs> That's where you like, mine the like shit crystals.
1: Yeah, like like fifteen dollars <laughs> to get five extra <laughs> minutes. I uh, yeah like I, I Game Loft was notorious for that, but I can go I can go on and on, but yeah, pretty much uh, that's been it. Um, I'm getting back now that I have this job. I'm getting back in the swing of a schedule. So um,
2: nice. Yeah. Anyways, uh, who's next? It's me and Matt with the game, the <laughs> the game, the, the game that everyone's been talking about, good and bad. It's Cyberpunk 2077. Now, before we start this conversation, uh, Matt is in the beginning of the game, uh, close to finishing the prologue. Um, I have already beaten the game um, and got two different endings uh, just because you can replay the endings. That's the whole thing. Um, But yeah, we're going to talk about our opinions and then also we're going to do a little tiny quick roundtable on the thing that's going on with Cyberpunk because obviously that's something that Is going on right now, and we'll bring that to light. But, um, you know what, Matt, I'm going to let you start off just because I've played more, and I want to just because the the one thing you and me both talked about with Cyberpunk is the game itself, the experiences that you get compared to what I get are completely different, even though we're both playing the same game. And yeah, it's one thing that's so neat, and that's where I want to hear, um, where you started and, and, like, kind of your experiences with the game so far.
4: Yeah, sure. So uh I picked the Street Kid path. Um, you know, that kinda I'm a Boston kid and uh the, the Street Kid seemed the most me out of everything. Um you know, I just I, I don't want to ruin anything for anybody because it, it's still a pretty fresh game. Uh but like playing through the story, it is really evident that they put a lot of care into the characters that you directly interact with in the story. The writing is all incredible, um, the music, the voiceovers Everything is great, and, you know, I was really surprised at how much I was enjoying myself given how many complaints have been floating around, and and a lot of them are valid complaints, but uh, I don't know if I got, like, a special copy or something, but I'm I'm really not having any issues. I think it's crashed on me one time so far, which, you know, is still a valid problem, but um, not that big. Graphically, I'm playing on a PS5. uh, It's running at 60 frames a second. I will say some of the textures are a little dull and, you know, some of the NPCs can be a little robotic at times. But overall, uh, I'm having a really good time with it. You know, um, I was saying to you before the show that me and a friend had had played the same mission and our outcomes and how we played out the mission were entirely different. And not only were they entirely different, but the outcomes actually changed the cast of characters who are in our separate game, which. I think is like a testament to how big and you know well written this game is. There's just like seemingly going to be a ton of different choice paths that you can take in it. And uh oh, yeah, exactly. I've been having a I've been having a blast with it, man.
2: Well, like that's the big thing for me. Like, uh when I beat it, so for people that don't know, uh one of the weird things, and I didn't know what this was until afterwards, is as you play through the game, there is three quests main quest markers that are on top of your menu when you look at your character and they all have percentages and I thought that that was going to be like okay this is act 1 this is act 2 this is act 3 and actually they're not like that the first one's always the story and that's how I I I didn't realize I was going to beat the game until I beat it and then I was like oh no I mean I beat the game oh crap but the thing is is that there's so much to do in this game and there's so many different outcomes and there's so many different choices in the way you can play and the way that, like, the, the items you find and things like that are going to be different for everyone. Um, and the way they have, like, the thing is that I like is that if you told me, if you showed me, like, I never knew anything about Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. and you were to go, here's some gameplay of this game. And then you were like, okay, here's four developers. What developer do you think made this? And you had Bethesda, Obliv- uh, um obsidian uh like site cd project red and like microsoft i would pick everything but yeah cd project red like this does not look or feel like a witcher game to an extent because it's a first person game but they've just there's so much that they've changed and i i get it there's bugs and there's glitches and there's things that are happening and i get that but i mean it's a company this is a brand new engine for them they the, the the thing is and this is something that i want to put out there i bought a ps5 day one and i could, everyone's like well like i like i like i say before the show um i had this game crash so far in my 30 hours of playing 15 times give or take maybe a little bit less
4: so you so know. we kind of you know went through this a little bit before the show too but yeah. that does seem like a lot of times
0: well
2: That's see here's the ridiculous well, here's the thing. So some of those, a lot of those were done before the, the 1.04 hotfix happened. Once the 1.04 mm-hmm. hotfix that happened a day later, um, you know, I've had maybe two or three crashes. And that was in the last, like, 15 hours of playing. And the crashes that I had were always kind of linked to the same thing. So it was like, at a point, it was like, okay, well, I just can't do this. Okay, drive into another car while changing your song crashes the game but what i've been hearing and finding from people is that i don't have frame rate drop on my ps5 it either crashes or it doesn't it has no frame rate drop like yeah there's no,
4: I, I actually didn't run into that at all like mine has run at 60 frames a second the entire time i've been playing oh exactly
2: like, and that, no that's that's where for me as soon as i see that frame rate drop i'm like okay let go of the controller it's it's gonna it's gonna crash or it's gonna keep on going and that's where i get that i shouldn't have to do that with a game but I know with you, Matt, and I know with me, day one in our PS5s, when I was playing Miles Morales, I was playing Spider-Man Remastered, I was playing Godfall, I was playing even Astro Boys. All those games have crashed. All of them. And uh, some of them, multiple, yeah, for me, no, some of them... Miles multiple, did. Yeah, and some of them, like, Godfall, multiple times. And and Man, I played Godfall for
4: 10 minutes and then I said, not yeah,
2: this game. Yeah, so... So just for people to understand is that this is the first time in between generations where you gotta think about it. This game is being on 14 different consoles.
0: Yeah.
2: And people are like, 14? That doesn't make any sense. And it's like PS4, PS4 Pro, Microsoft the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, the Xbox One X, the Xbox Series S, the Xbox uh Series X. Series X, and then we have <laughs> PC, like There's so many consoles that are being done for this. And also, when you look at PC, it has to run through every single graphic card. So, like, there is so many things that are having to be done with this game to work on everything. There's bound to be bugs. And I get that. Like, whenever a Fallout game comes out, there's always bugs day one on Fallout. I mean, people
3: want people want want the PC experience, right? right? I mean, PC games crash. So there you go.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I just don't understand. Everyone's like, oh, this is unforgivable. And I'm like, there's there's so much they did in eight years in this game. Like when I beat the game and I saw the credits, I was like, there is a lot of people that worked on this. And the amount of like effort they had to put in, like they had whole teams, just like one cool feature that I've never seen in the game before. But the the way that they just take so much care is um in the game uh you're in an a town in America. I don't they I don't do they ever explain where we are technically or what it was before.
3: I not I mean think I just think, I just think you need to update your drivers.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't really that, know. But either way the the town we're in it we have like uh we have a uh like a African gang, we have a um a uh Chinese gang, a Japanese gang we have a chinese gang and so the cool thing is that i and french there's french people in there um the cool thing i really like about just small details that they did did in this game to make you get uh in it is when someone talks everybody talks in their native language so yeah and then it translates out and it translates it it's as so they're talking cool. and actually yeah. shows the japanese symbols turning into an english language and It's stuff like that that really kind of shows the care that they've done with this game. And um, the other thing, too, is that I know that this being a game by the same guys that made The Witcher, The Witcher 3 on release had a whole bunch of things that people didn't like about it. They had a whole bunch of, you know, bugs here and there that people didn't like about it. There's a reason why you can't buy The Witcher 3 by itself on the store. You have to buy the complete edition. It's because the complete edition fixes all that plus gives you all the DLC. And that's the big thing is we know this is going to be fixed later on. It's just, we got to give them time. And especially when these guys are working from home, it, it, it's kind of what everybody has to do. So,
4: yeah, I mean, I think they've already proved that they're um, working on it right now that that 1.04 hot fix actually uh, I think made my game look a little better and it's still the exactly. last gen version. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I understand the problems people have with this game. There's definitely some development issues, but overall you can tell that like the core game experience itself it's amazing. is amazing. really well-crafted and yeah, it's just going to be an amazing experience, especially like I actually can't wait till that next gen update drops and we see what like the PS five oh. can do with this
2: game. I just can't even imagine like with the DualSense and like what they're going to do with every gun and all the different yeah. like features and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there's just the, the this game just plays so like i love open world games but every problem i have with an open world game is this, this is my biggest issue is um like in fallouts and in in uh, the elder scrolls games is i'll be walking and i see a building and i'm like i gotta explore it and in cyberpunk the great thing about it is because they don't have everything look so open to you You don't get that urge, but then you get phone calls that will be like, Hey, you're beside a quest. If you want to check it out, here you go. And you're like, Oh, Hey, actually, I'm sure I'll go do that. Like you're not, it's, it's, I actually completed the story and I'd even mean to because the game is just so enticing that I'm just like, Oh, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. And even after finishing the game, I want to go back and like even the ending there are choices that I made in my ending. Like from what I've heard, there's five different endings. I've got two. And then from what I'm understanding, depending on how you choose the ending of those endings makes also a difference. So like there's just so many things that are in this game that really bring out an amazing game. And it's something that I think should be praised for like, yes, there's bugs, Yes, there's all these things. And I get that. But um, like, if, anyone's ever played final fantasy 14 there's a reason why they made realm reborn is because it was broken on release and you know that game is now the second best mmo ever so i get it it's 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 having issues but that doesn't impede on the game being as good as it is and it's amazing yep oh i can't wait to finish this podcast to go play it more even though i beat it so (laughs) Like, I am I am tempted to run through all three. I played Nomad, so just so you understand. But, like, I want to run through, like, build three different characters from each tree and, like, build them all the way through and, like, run them differently. And, like, I, I have a personality with each character. Like, there's so many things. So good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't wait to get through it. So. And I can't wait for the PS5. So, anyways, from that, let's get into the main meat and potatoes of this episode where we talk about the game of the year awards announcements now obviously some announcements will go through quickly some announcements we'll actually have a conversation on so who knows how long or what we're going to do with this now the first thing we saw um because people forget that so i think where the confusion came in for a lot of people is people heard the like 13 or 14 different announcements now there were 14 announcements, world premieres during the main show, but there was also a lot of announcements during the pre-show, which for some people, they didn't watch that.
1: I didn't watch that shit. Yeah,
2: which, I watched the whole thing. Which, which beside the, the stupidest thing in the world is, I don't care how much you're sponsored by Pokemon Go, but that stupid whooper warning or whatever was yeah. stupid. It was stupid. Please stop doing that. Stop. I don't need to hear some chick go, oh hey guys, remember that it's Instagram filter week. you're using? Oh, that's it's cool. Don't it's forget about your alert. Wooper alert. Go catch the whoopers. We're having a total to see how many people catch whoopers. Don't care. Don't care.
3: <laughs> that shit was annoying. <laughs> God. That was some cringy like old school gamer award stuff. Yeah. Um before we even get into the words, I wanna say that I'm gonna eat my words because unfortunately, the episode that we recorded for this coming week was not this one. We recorded one with Andy which will co- which I'll go over a completely different aspect of the Game Awards where I shit all over it. And then now I have <laughs> to, now I have to eat all my words on this episode. So well, the
2: best part was Joe's literal announcement was I'm not even going to watch it this year. I'm only going to watch the announcements afterwards. Yeah, and the whole and- show was nothing but announcements. So he's like it's going to be garbage anyway. And then now now yeah. So let's talk about what got announced. So we're going to go through the entire pre-show announcements plus the main show announcements. Now, some of us have gone over this, some of us haven't, so we'll go into it. Now, the first thing we saw is Devolver Digital being Devolver Digital making weird-ass announcements like they do. Uh, They they announced Loop Hero, which is a a deck-building roguelike game uh, from Four Quarters, which I, I didn't know what to think of this game because I am know, way I'm, into it. I it looks really good. I'm just yeah, like interesting. I kinda wanna check this out. I just want to know what this is because it just looked
0: Yeah, like so, I said,
2: it, it
4: tries to it, do
0: everything, it seems.
2: Yeah. Well so what what it looks like to me is they
4: whoever the company is that made this, I, I forget who you said, uh four, four quarters, four. really likes board games. Uh because a lot of like the tile setting and like the layout stuff and then the RPG stuff layered on top of it feels like feels like something that would fit in a box on my shelf uh, and that I would bring to the table. It just feels like a board game to me. And it looks like something that on like a switch or wherever it's going to be that I could get lost in for like hours and hours with like strategy and, and all that kind of stuff. I'm not I'm I'm with you. I'm not exactly sure what to make of it, but what they showed in the trailer seem to be like a mix of like you said like deck building and then like RPG like you know gear level up your characters and then like turn based battle stuff. It, it it looks really fucking cool.
0: What about and I love the
1: art style? How do you how do you feel about that guy? The that game I haven't seen the trailer for that one actually. Um it does seem like there's a lot of there's a big increase in these deck builders. it, it seems kinda cool. Because
2: cards um, are coming back. Card yeah, games are coming back. Card games in general are coming back. Magic the Gathering and yeah, Magic the Gathering.
3: Twenty twenty one is going to be the year of the Yu Gi Oh baby. Heart of the cards, better get ready.
0: Oh, boy, oh god! Why?
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, with that, you know, yeah. So it, w- anyway, closing thoughts on that, Roberto.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, Devolver is, is always uh, kind of always surprising. I think that, uh, you know, their surprises in the past have been better, but I think it's just it's been a weird year, and they're, they're kind of in this weird bind, too, with what to do and what the, what the post and what does it excite us for, especially, like, with the fact that 2021 is going to be this interesting year where, you know, we're, we're what happened this year will linger on to an extent. And uh, I'm sure they have something more up their sleeve.
2: Well, I mean, they—they—they're—they're they're head of—they—they also helped bring out Fall Guys, so. I mean. Yeah,
4: Devolver Digital is gonna—they just publish so many goddamn games that you know this definitely. This was just an announcement for this game, but there's no yeah. way that's the only thing that they're coming out with this year. Yeah. I, I
2: will admit the coolest thing I like about Devolver Dil- 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 Digital is that they've been looking at a lot of small indie companies, and then just picking up their games and then actually giving them big, huge spotlight. Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's the idea that. that the way they did their little uh, show for this announcement, like going, okay guys, you know what? We're going to announce Devolver's digital game of the year. And then they showed all these like games and then they're like, it's none of those it's, it's loop hero. Cause we just announced it now. And then it's like, they, they showed off basically all the games they have coming out this next, next coming year. And then everyone was mad and it's just funny the way they do it. And like I said, it, for them to put out that much money, to get on the show and and have this time because it's not cheap, uh to be able to to show something off like that was really nice. So yeah the
4: next... I, they, that's their whole MO man. They're they're like yeah. the they're like a godsend for for indie games, you know what I mean? They they yeah. pick up anybody and help them get published. It's great.
0: Yeah.
2: So the next game was uh Teachha. Um game which... so awesome. yeah. so the, the where you're a kid exploring the world. It looks, it looks dope. It looks like uh it looks like
3: something Nintendo would make, honestly. Yeah. I agree. This looks still looks looks really cool. Looks like a grand adventure for a little kid. It looks like it looks like a next gen game for kids, but it definitely looks like Concrete Genie, where it, like as an adult, like the aesthetics are gonna gonna grip me and pull me in, and the gameplay looks like it's gonna it's gonna keep me there and invest yeah, It looks really it.
2: interesting. I just like the idea that it looks like we're just able to either explore or figure something out. So it's kind of like that multi purpose game where if we're just bored doing the actual thing, we can just do something else. So.
4: I hope it doesn't turn out like rhyme. That's my only concern is like oh, I, I was really I was so amped for that game. And I don't know, it it was a it was a decent it was like a five out of ten. You know, it's still pre- it's a playable, decent game for a puzzle game. uh But it kind of fell short of what I was hoping for it. The, the thing with this trailer that they showed is like there's so much to it. Like the dude playing guitar like it looks like you play guitar like in The Last of Us, like she turns into a fucking coconut and rolls around, like, I yeah, have I no idea, like, she's yeah. a pigeon at one point, like, oh, I... I, I, could would, be... like,
2: I could be a pigeon sold. Yeah. I you I don't know. know. You and birds, dude. No, dude, like, you think about it, just, like, I, I, I don't want to do a mission where I, I catch a pigeon, I want to do a mission where I am a pigeon. <laughs> I'm the pigeon to be caught. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, Roberta, <laughs> what, what, what were your thoughts on this guy?
1: Um, that's another trailer I also missed. I admit that what you said. Um, I thought I was watching the show when I was watching a pre-show, and it's seven thirty. And it wasn't until I reloaded it that I was actually then watching the show. Gotcha. <laughs> that's okay. Well, oh, oh, yeah, like sounds think. really like, intriguing, though. No, um, like, yeah,
2: it's definitely like um I I wasn't able to get you the link. Um, I was trying to send you the link in the in the chat there, but that's just there. record. No, no, no. But I didn't send. Did I put it in game stuff? Either way, it, beside the point. Either way, I sent a link, so if you want to watch it later on, and then you can have your opinions maybe next show or something like that too. Would it be kind yeah. of cool? Or you me. can, or you can open it and follow us. You know, follow along with us now. That's What I'm doing,
4: so that you know what we're talking about.
3: I'm yeah. Like watching as we're talking about them.
4: So
2: this is one that I know Joe was super excited about. Is Sea of Solitude is coming to Nintendo Switch, and this, it's was, a sh- this of-
3: was a shock because I didn't think that we would get a Quantum Dream game on the Switch
0: like ever. So pretty cool that we're getting one. This game
2: just looks amazing. I didn't even know this was a game. Like I didn't I didn't know this was a thing. I knew they Never were heard. working
3: on I knew they were working on something. I just didn't know when it was coming, but it looks pretty cool. I mean, the dark watercolor graphics look pretty damn awesome. Like I I definitely want to check this out. It is coming to other things as well, so
4: yeah no I <clears throat> I remember seeing this game like oh no uh, it's exclusively on the
3: Switch holy crap yeah it's exclusively it, on the it, Switch
4: it's it's only the director's cut so the the original is actually already out um, yeah uh, I think it's on most things aside from the Switch um, but it I remember seeing the original trailer for this and it really intrigued me and something that really kind of weirded me out about this trailer was that like the the woman who seemed to be the main developer of it like this. This director's cut is is like the story told in a different way from the original, and I guess it like better conveys the story she was trying to tell, uh, which is cool because that's what a director's cut is, right? Yeah. Uh, but it just seems like okay. So what ha- like did the original was the original? Do you not like the original game that came out, or like what what is going on? Like what happened? uh Either way, I'm intrigued to to grab this because I I remember seeing it a couple years ago and I never picked it up. And how about you there, Roberto? on uh see solitude
0: or did you
2: because have you ever heard of that one or yeah. played it on steam
1: i um i heard of it and i think i got it on ps4 if i'm not mistaken i meant to check it out but um the concept really sounded intriguing and i think that uh the industry could use more water-based video games uh because uh there's always so much uh you know, imagination you can do with it. You know, and and it sounds like a really cool concept. I have, um, like, right now I could say that that's definitely on the backlog. I should probably move on, that one on up in the backlog, mainly because of the fact that, uh, you know, once again, it's coming to Switch, and uh, that might be pretty cool to do, or maybe double dip again
0: for the director's cut. Like, if Waterworld didn't suck, yeah, <laughs> that's a good way and to do I- it.
2: Yeah, and then the next thing we saw was Focus Home Interactive uh, revealed The Shady Part of Me, um which was like this uh it was it was interesting, and I guess that was already that was coming out that day, if I'm correct. It was something like it was on PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Um I don't that this trailer never really caught me, I guess, too much. I think I lightly remember it, but usually when a trailer doesn't catch me 100%, that just means cuz sadly I was not interested so
1: yeah i mean focus home tends to make some very um interesting titles that that are like uh, that combination between indie and uh being something almost to like a like a single layer double a game they've always had a lot of interesting uh titles uh personally me i met them, you know the wonderful people there at e3 back in 2018 and <coughs> they have things like warhammer and um they have, I think, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the surge, or actually, no, that not the surge. Necro, necro, necromancer, and also, um, the uh, what you call it, um, the Godfall. That was the game I was thinking of, and they. So uh, it looks pretty. Oh, not Godfall. God, good. Give me wait. It begins with G. Greenfall? Yes, Greenfall? that was the one I was thinking of. Oh,
0: yeah, okay. The pirates. The pirates.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That one.
4: <laughs> I love the art style of this game. It like has like a really dream like quality to it. Yeah, and, uh, that's
2: that, that was the real cool part I liked about it.
4: Yeah, it's just I don't know, it looks like it's going to be a really fun puzzle game to to kick through and uh I don't know, I'm a sucker for good art and like just good design and like everything about this trailer is so aesthetically pleasing. It's fucking crazy. Like it just Remind- it just it kind of it almost reminds me of uh some Wait, of is- it reminds me of uh, a little bit of the witness, but more um, psychonauts like the original. Like it just has like that kind of a weird quality to it. Like you know, there's like the house of cards that falls over. That's like gigantic and bigger than you know, bigger than life. And I don't know. It, it, this I'm very intrigued by by the look of this game and, and how it will play.
2: So the next announcement we have is. You know, something I was excited for is near replicant uh, version. I'm not going to say. Um, We got gameplay trailer on that, which I played the original and this looks amazing like, absolutely amazing. I'm so excited for near replicant to come back out, which is a remaster of the first, for those who don't know. yep, And it looks gorgeous and it looks so good. Yeah, I'm
0: really into it.
3: Yeah, me too. I think it'd be nice for everyone to replay the first game that can't, that doesn't have access to playing it if they don't have like an Xbox One if they're PlayStation fans and they can't get out of PS3, I don't own one. It's really cool to be able to go back and play this, this gem. I mean, it's really a hidden gem. Like a lot of people did not play this game. Um, and I'm, I'm it glad good. that everyone experience now. So it did a lot
2: more bullet hell stuff as well, compared to near autonomous, which was yeah. the big, the big pull for that game is a lot of people were like, it's like a devil may cry slashed with like Galga. 'Cause Cause it was like, it was just insane on how that all worked. Yeah, the, uh, the
4: action in that game is like that. It's one of those games from that era that I think is just super underrated. Like it, it like had like a weird Zelda like quality to it, and also a Devil May Cry like quality to it with the hack and slash stuff. It it just I don't know. It 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 was amazing and should have gotten more praise than it did. So I'm glad that more people are aware of
1: it and are gonna play it now.
2: And then Roberto, did you
1: ever play any of the newer games? I have. I have both. I just I haven't played them. I mean, I think. One thing I like is that three years after uh, Automata has come out, there's just been this really relishing renaissance of the kind of art and themes that the game introduced, in, including its combat. There was a real sense that video games were, were starting to curb into a degree of censorship or, or or trying to be homogenized for the sake of like just keeping things like, you know, Peachy and clean, and not, you know, cut like any kind of, you know, just run of the mill. And what I like about Automata was that it just said, We're going to make this game where there is this android vixen that is on this planet and has discovered the themes of humanity and things like that with a giant katana in lightning fast action.
2: And, and 36, it, 36 different endings. Yeah,
1: <laughs> which I have, I, I heard about that one. But, um, it's great. It's chilling. The characters are are. I mean, I haven't played the game yet, but like what I see is that it's just this celebration of of that kind of storytelling that you know, Jap like that Japanese based developers are um, known for, and especially when it's done right, as well as like just a celebration of JRPGs, J- Japanese action uh, action games. So I am really happy that something like as as niche and under the radars has found so much success the point where the original is getting a full-fledged remaster i have the original i got started and once again i just i I think it's what matt said with godfall like i started it um and then i got lost as to what the hell i was supposed to do and i just turned it off and never played it again and it's just but back then you know i wasn't really into this type of thing i wasn't someone who was motivated by these kind of things like because they're they're not traditional games they're not games that hold your hand they're not games that are featuring things that you've seen so many millions of dozens of times in, in action films or anything like that they're games that require you to think and maybe okay youtube can help you out but they're games that require you to think and once you start thinking then the game starts really kind of opening up and then the experiences that you have become extraordinarily rewarding so i'm really happy for this i once again i i do need i do actually want to finish bayonetta and vanquish before i play on amada because i i are you gonna gonna play
4: any of these before you die because if not i think we should build a casket out of your backlog and and bury you in it so that you can forever remember all of the money that you spent on games that you didn't play
1: well as a matter of fact my one friend did say like this is my it's gonna be my retirement gift um Even though I'm 32 years old, if I retire at like 65 and I still got, you know, I don't have any like tendonitis or or carpal tunnel, then I'm just going to be doing this in retirement. Forget about traveling the world. <laughs> so that's something. Um, But yeah, yeah, it's um, I'm happy for this. And I hope that when it comes out, everybody's really excited for it and they support it.
2: Well, I know, Joe, you were really excited for this.
3: Yeah, I'm definitely on board. 100%. Like I already, I already said, like, I. You can't say enough good things about the Nier franchise like that dude puts his heart and soul into everything that he creates. He's a true artist in the sense of the word. And I'm glad that people are really gravitating towards his content that he's creating because he's he's fucking genius. He's he's on the level of like a Miyamoto or a Sakurai or a Kojima. Like he he's he is just a phenomenal, phenomenal um, content creator. And I think I just can't I can't wait to see what he does next. Like after this.
2: Oh, I wouldn't have doubted that he's already doing that. And that's the reason why we're getting near uh, Replicant is just because what they're going to do is have this kind of be that hold you over while we take longer to develop the next one. Uh, Because these games always do seem to take a little bit longer to develop, but that's fine. So this will hold us over, hopefully, between that time. So with that, we're going to go to the next game. Now, Sentry. Age of Ashes, um, which was pretty badass. Dragons riding in the air doing <laughs> PvP combat.
3: Yeah, I'm just going to call this game what it is. The motherfucking dog fighting dragons. Like, how yep. awesome is this? Like, like, this is like everything as a child I ever wished for. Like, I could fight with dragons and fight my friends fighting dragons and ride dragons and fight dragons. This looks dope. Yeah, it's like
4: amazing. when the, when this trailer first popped, I had no idea what it was. And then, like, while it kept playing like, so my eyes were wide in general, just because graphically it was beautiful, and it was clear that a lot of it was gameplay, and then like, when my brain understood what was going on, I was like, oh my fucking god, it's a dragon dogfighting game, this is gonna be fucking
2: amazing. I th- I thought it was gonna be Panzer Dragoon. I thought it was Dragon Guard
3: at first, I was like, oh, we can yeah, do Drakengard? That-
2: yeah, I thought it was gonna be Panzer Dragoon or guard, and I'm like, but it's multiplayer, I'm like, is this gonna be a Panzer Dragoon multiplayer game? And I'm like, yeah, my head was just spinning on this. The the only thing is uh thank god six axis isn't a thing right now yeah. because the last dragon game we had where we rode as a dragon for PS3 uh made you use six axis and that was garbage.
1: That was called thank Lair.
2: Yes, terrible it was. So what do you think about this guy, Roberto? Riding dragons, shooting fire?
1: I haven't seen yet. Oh um, man, but once again um you know the concept I think that just it sounds great I mean dragons i mean you can't go wrong with dragons and um cannot go wrong with dragon and it Can sounds we'll like dragon cell yeah,
0: <laughs> dragons are over
1: and, <laughs> yeah, but um, I know skyro <laughs> Skyron <laughs> taught us otherwise the um it definitely seems like there's gonna be there's there's something going on regarding like you know like there's been kind of an underlying sensation to try and bring dragons back. Cause I know that like, you know, scale was one of the biggest disappointing the cancellations of like the last generation. So, um,
2: I mean, that's just Microsoft's exclusive lineup in general. Right. So oh, yeah.
1: True. So now we'll have to wait and see how this transpires. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's ambitious nonetheless.
2: So with that, they brought us to the main show. We were ready. Jeff Keighley came out and he said, here's some rewards of some type. And then <laughs> here we go. Here is the first big thing that we can't wait for. The new Smash Brothers Ultimate character being Sethroth. Now, this trailer was amazing. This was one of the best character announcement trailers I've ever seen for this because you had no idea what the hell was going on and then all of a sudden you hear one wing angel come up and everything gets sliced in half and then he just comes down and you think that he killed Mario. He almost killed Mario. Yeah, he did almost kill Mario. I thought it was going to be Kenny Omega.
0: (laughs) Dude, Uh, I was just
3: really funny because we only get it. Yeah, I
2: know. (laughs) i was just excited because it just looked cool and like i say it's just them paying homage to like what they actually put effort into the 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 the, like i just like the way that when they put a character into super smash brothers they actually put effort into it and the idea that they said cross final fantasy and not final fantasy 7 means that we're going to get more final fantasy content come this next.
3: oh Um, no we're getting like so many me fighter skins i'm just like imagining that we're gonna get a vv a vv fighter skin we're probably gonna get like a probably like a, a either like a zidane or a squall or some other characters me fighter skins we're definitely gonna get more uh, me fighter stuff we're probably gonna get a, like another weapon
0: Couple uh, Worlds.
3: yeah I, I i'm okay so i love smash and i know matt plays smash too yeah. i know cory owns it i know roberto also owns it Whoa, oh, um, whoa 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 you make it sound like i don't play it you don't but anyway,
2: get okay. out of here, good sir. Yeah.
3: Okay. Anyway, anyway, uh, I am not excited for yet another sword fighter. Like, yeah, goddamn.
4: That, so I am excited for Sephiroth because I think that that's fucking rad. That they I mean, he's me a badass down.
3: character, but, but I don't. Want but him. I really
4: and and to be totally honest, before this was announced, I wasn't like particularly amped about another character. Like, I I like Smash, and I wish they would just release everything all at once. Like, I'm fucking sick of waiting for all this shit. But as soon as it was Sephiroth, I was
2: like oh, holy shit, they're really fucking doing it right now. Well, and
0: the,
4: well
2: the cool thing I like about Sethroth, and I agree with you, I Joe. I, I do agree with you, Joe, that it, it, I wish it wasn't another sword character, but with the way they were showing that Sethroff actually moves and his attack style, he doesn't use his sword that much except for to grab on the side of the wall, it seems. Like, he uses more magic and he's more of like a ranged fighter, it looks like. So, which was a really neat way to portray Sethroth. Now, the interesting part, Matt, what did you think about the very end of that trailer where he transforms into his final form and then they zoomed out and they stopped it? What, like with the ultimate? Yeah, is that going to be his ultimate? Because I was pretty sure they were showing Meteor being his ultimate, which means, hmm, wh- what was that? Well, why were they showing us that? Like, was that to show us that he's going to be a boss in the game at some point? We can fight the ultimate version of him? Like,
4: that would be incredible. interesting. I, I don't know now that you say that, because. You're right. It did kind of seem like Meteor was going to be his ultimate, and then they flashed. Well, they showed that. it.
2: They showed it. Right? Yeah. They showed him. Like where, yeah, he does all the yeah.
4: colors and everything. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I really don't know. Now that you mentioned that, um, yeah, I, I have no idea. That would be really cool though, because you know one thing that Smash has not gotten thus far is like extra story content. You know, yeah, are, like that's what I'm wondering if
2: maybe that's what they're going with this is maybe like a Final Fantasy storyline within Smash. Like that would be super cool. Yeah, Roberto, opinions of Seth Roth, good sir.
1: Uh, that's another one for the backlog. I need to actually finish a Final Fantasy game one day, but um, yeah, here, and I have, and I also have FF Seven remake just installed there, collecting dust. But in any case, um, like how Matt's
2: just like as we as we continue to hear the backlog grow, we just hear Matt just start breathing heavier. <laughs> I, just, I, just, like, just, I just, I just playing play play like, new games, Roberto.
4: Or like play <laughs> play game. Stop buying games. You're just you're literally throwing away money. You're just it's a pile oh, of. The I know, the but it, the, there's a pile. It, the rewards points are nothing. You're wasting money. Like there's just a pile of money
2: sitting in your room. Like and you know what happens when you do that, Roberto? It's gonna make our world where global warming happens, catastrophes happen, the world gets completely destroyed. Like the brand God. new. Perfect Dark game that's coming out that I didn't understand was gonna be a Perfect Dark game. That's something about eco-terrorism. Here,
0: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Roberto,
2: like that's like that's like when people go
4: out and they buy like a seven hundred dollar couch. They're like, yeah, it was on sale for you know from eight hundred. It's like, yeah, maybe it was on sale, but did you need a couch? And like, you still spent seven hundred dollars. Like, you didn't fucking save money. You spent a bunch of money, man. <laughs> You could have a car.
1: Yeah, I I know it's it's, <sighs> but well now like my life is getting a bit back on track and I'm just trying to get a schedule for myself and maybe just you know be go all ham on these things and just. Get I think them you should done. play a different game every day and like or only. Hey. Yep. Well, it's yep. tough because like genre. right now, I mean, I kind of want to stay up and. Like I got first of all I got a key for Swords of Gargantua right now for the VR and I'm not gonna play that right now. It's eleven o'clock at night. I'm not gonna split my 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 guts out just to you know before I go to bed. But mm-hmm. I got Project Wingman for the Steam, and I got another thing for Steam, and I got like all this other stuff, and then I do have Cyberpunk, and I do wanna get it up, get started on that and see how it is on PS on my launch model PS4, so I don't know how that's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um but uh in any case, it's I mean, but back to the point of the task. I mean, Sephiroth, I did kick his ass in Kingdom Hearts One and Kingdom Hearts Two, and I'm proud of that because that I worked my ass off to to really give it to him back in 2004. You know, X gonna give it to you, Sephiroth. So, uh, it I I respect him as a villain. I respect him as an arch nemesis. I I respect him as this bane of all that is evil and all that is intelligently evil a, an amalgamation of of sinister devilry that is unmatched by any other villain in, in video game history a man that continuously tortures the soul of a young man trying to set the world right and that is cloud Strife, and punishes him with a katana and the dichotomy of him being an angel of a creature of of peace and mercy now twisted and malformed like lucifer in the great book and it's a very wonderful type of uh it's like
0: an okay, an okay
4: and, it's an okay book
1: yeah 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 so uh it's it's interesting i mean i personally kind of had other thoughts i think i thought maybe it was going to be like something from the SNES days like i want the robot from assault suit vulcan aka cybernator in it or vortex i mean that's just me <laughs> But or um, any other
3: fucking game that's not a fucking game we already have a character from.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, because like like Cybernator, like that was one of the big reasons I bought an SNES back in the day. I think that would have been pretty cool. Um, I'd rather a car from Stunt Race Stunt Race FX at this point. Like, how about
4: any of the three main characters from Jet Force Gemini?
1: And That's true. for N sixty four, um just keep, just maybe anything even else. just have like a Star Wars character or something, and like just like have a little like I don't know Luke Skywalker or or yeah. or no Dash Rendar that or maybe
4: would.
0: or or <laughs> maybe. Dash.
1: Dash Rendar or maybe Dash. we could
4: have Joanna Dark, Yo,
1: but like I would, dark. I, I would I I would I would I would like bend the needs to Nintendo Yo, point. If they had because, Dash Rendar, would
3: you want him to be all like super Nintendo sixty four pixelated?
1: Yeah, like, maybe. Have, have that or... be an alternate outfit and then just have his attacks be like various Star Wars things like using the X-Wing from Rogue One, or not Rogue One, excuse me, Rogue, Rogue Squadron and um, or just like little knots to that or or maybe just have it like the other, his ultimate be like a, you know, a Death Star explosion or something like that or from the second Death Star from Battle of Endor, like that would be pretty sick. That
3: would be dope. I think honestly yeah. at this point the next character is probably going to be like fucking like a Five Nights at Freddy's character and I'm going to like literally lose my shit.
1: <laughs> that's another game I have in my backlog um, so I'm happy for it um, I, I like how they actually decided you know what we're just gonna go through and make these characters for this roster because they were like we're gonna this is it we're not gonna make any more and then it's like you know what let's just do it <laughs> why the heck not like, so, kind of like Star Wars Squadrons they're like we're, this, we had no plans for DLC but this is so popular we can't pass this up
3: I mean, I think it's smart if in the future, like they charge like $30 for the next Smash Brothers game and then they have season passes and they just have like another character come out every other month. Yeah, exactly. Like just walk yeah. behind a paywall because Nintendo could fucking do that and get away with it. Like if they like scaled Smash Brothers back to like only 12 characters again, like when it releases the next when like the next Switch comes out and they're like, yeah, we're just going to piecemeal all these characters for you for $5 each. Like Nintendo fans would be like, no, 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 Eat that and, then, shit and, and then
2: joe would come on the show and shit on him for it
3: i fucking would but you know what because because you know what somebody's got to be the voice of reason and, and stop the shit crystal crystal madness
2: you damn right so anyway next trailer with all the shit crystals and the, the waste of video games that keep on polluting the world right now uh you know it causes eco problems and that's when we got this really weird description of a new game and i didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. And then all of
0: a sudden
2: it was the new perfect dark.
0: And I mean, let's be honest. Uh so it's it's done.
2: So it's it got revealed. Which rare make this? No. Joe Rare's not making their why would Joe why would Rare make the games they already made? Next. Next. Next They got some other third party company that's brand new. Just, I, just...
0: I feel like Gary Widow right now. I don't care.
2: Yeah. So, anyway, with the Perfect Dark, I mean, the sad thing is the the last time they promised this Perfect Dark, it never came. So, I mean, I, I don't really, I don't know. <laughs> so true. You know what it's, they did instead? They, uh, they made Connect Sports. I just don't know why. Like, I, I, I'm, I, I, I love people that are trying. Like, in all honesty, I thought this was a Captain Planet game. When they were talking about the game.
3: People said that. And I was like man. If if they make a Captain Planet game. I'm down yo.
2: I would have bought it if it was a Captain Planet game. And then they show it as a perfect dark. They're like oh did you find the information you needed. And I'm like. What the fuck. So Dude, you're, you're in this world. Fanfare. About this like. That eco terrorism. And like the there's a people hogging all the. And it's a perfect dark game. Like. I, I'd, Whatever. Anyway I'm just going to skip that one.
3: The it's a very 2020 announcement, honestly. It's like, yeah, yeah. what's a game you don't want back, guys? You know, you've been waiting years and years and years for the Banjo-Kazooie game? Or, hey, how about let's make a uh, remaster of, like, Parasite Eve? No, let's bring Perfect Dark back.
2: This yes, Microsoft we're no talking about, like, Joe. the
0: last one. Joe, no
2: Microsoft one. just goes, hey, we make first-person shooters, let's just find a company that's willing to write a story for a first-person shooter, and we'll slap some things on it, and we're oh, good to go. Or not
3: or not write a story for it. So, um, I did.
2: It's a, it's a poster child for eco-terrorism. Like, the, the polluting the world. Global warming. It happened. And, and, you know, science proved that the ice caps melt and flooded half the world when they've already proven that that doesn't happen. So, anyway. We need Captain Planet
3: skins for this game. Yeah, start tweeting that shit out now. Roberto, get yeah, on right. it. I we need you to...
2: Captain Planet. We need
1: okay. Don Cheadle as Captain Planet. Because <laughs> if you don't protect the environment, Don Cheadle will turn you into a fucking tree. So save cap save the planet motherfuckers. But anyways, uh, right. So we have to be like more quick
2: because I mean this is we're I mean, we're not even close. We're not even uh, close.
3: I just keep going.
2: Well, I know you're you'll just keep on going. You're the one that doesn't have Cyberpunk to go back to.
3: I don't sleep either, so
2: Yeah, you do in chat.
3: I do it all for the family. Nah, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
2: anyway, back for blood was revealed. So
3: Oh my god! This is like what a trailer.
2: When I saw this trailer, I was like, "Is this Left For Dead?" But I thought it. This was looks true. like Left for Dead. This this is. I mean, this is like very much Left For Dead. I think they announced Left For Dead Three. Is this going to be a thing? Like, I'm like, but I I thought they would save this for like the end of the show or the beginning of the show. If this is going to be Left For Dead Three, and then we find out it kind of is because it's made by the same guys that made Left For Dead. They just decided to you know make their own game because they were tired of waiting. So they made a. Brand new game called Black for Blood, which just looks like an amazing version of Left for Dead, the version we've always wanted. Coming to the June cooperative, I I I can't. This is going to probably steal my life away. This game, yeah.
4: So the one thing I I'm I'm waiting for like actual gameplay, but the one Oh oh, they did after. That's right. Yeah. uh I hope it's couch co-op. That's my only concern. Is I hope that I can sit here on my couch and play with my 12-year-old son, because, like, the memories I have of Left for Dead and just, like, sitting in a room with three of my friends and just annihilating fucking waves and waves and waves of zombies are oh, the yeah. best memories that I have of that You're game. You're going to terrorize
2: yeah. your son to, to I mean, do have you know, a cooperative you know, partner? Oh, no. Don't you have
0: a oh, PS4 just no. PS- lying around?
4: Yeah.
3: Buy the PS4 copy. There you go. Bam! And land party I mean, up. Think it's 1997.
4: Yeah, that's what I no. I want to sit in. I want to sit on the couch. And I want to shoot things on the same TV with that kid.
3: But developers don't don't think people want to do that anymore. You know, it doesn't matter. Even ladder. when we're stuck in a pandemic, you know,
4: we'll figure but it out. But yeah, no, I'm I'm really amped about this.
3: I am so excited. I I am so happy that Turtle Rock is like fuck
1: you, Valve. Like if you don't want to do it, they're like fuck you, Joe I do it myself. I think that. Right now Torock is in a very interesting position because they did try to step I think well, by the way, did, did they mention who's publishing and who's developed? okay it's Turtle developing, but are they self publishing or no?
2: Yeah, they're uh I can't remember who says it's publishing it, but it it's watch it on like square. Know.
1: It'll be square, watch.
2: It'll be something. Either way, it's being published by a, a company. I mean yes. it was who's who published it oh, all.
1: Warner Brothers because yeah. Yeah. Alright. I mention I bring that up because up. they wanted obviously as you know, they, they wanted to bring Left 4 Dead back for three with Valve, and Valve just decided that they don't want to make their own games anymore until just now with the Half Life Alex, but that's you know, that's how many decades has it been since then? Like ten years since they last had a game. So because they,
2: it's the own part of the Oculus, that's why.
1: Yeah, uh, well that that whole thing. But then um then turtle rock decided to go move onwards to doing the evolve and they that was a game where they're still looking their wounds from from what i gather it just like it had a great premise with the asymmetrical multiplayer but just a lot of things happened regarding the skins and the, and, and the overall support and they just they they couldn't even continue because it's that just game like, needed
2: to be a next gen game it, yeah. what that need that game needed was cross play and that's uh-huh. that's the biggest uh, i play a lot of uh like the next announcement we have is like hood outlaws and legends and one of the biggest thing that hurts pvp games or pvpe games um is crossplay has brought life to a lot of these games because totally. it's I the agree. idea it's the idea that like with evolve that was the biggest problem is you might buy it, but then it's like, okay, well, I got to find a group of people to play with and we all have to work together. So you don't want to work with people that you don't really know. So you're trying to search for people to party up with you. And then, well, this guy owns it for Xbox. This guy owns it for PC. Like it kind of like split the player base where once one person drops out, another person one drops out, another person drops out, then you you're left with not having a player base where um, now with cross play being such a big thing, there's a lot of these games that can like, like rock Rocket League. What was it? Like it came out as soon as they announced crossplay, it like sold it made just as much money as it did the day it was announced. Yeah. Like it it just basically bottled it just remade all of its money just because so many people were like, Oh, I'm gonna buy this on the Switch now because it's crossplay, it's the same profile, right? Like that's that's the big thing where I think crossplay and uh that really has helped games. And I think that's where with this game especially. Uh, being able to have like all the people that were PlayStation fans be able to play a left for dead game because they never got to. And uh, or unless they played at a friend's house with an Xbox. So uh, the idea that we get to play with Xbox people that have really die hard into this, where I was one of those people um, is going to be super sweet. So I mean,
3: I, I honestly think like, and I told you guys this before the show, I feel like what's going to happen here is like Turtle Rock's going to create this like masterpiece of a of a multiplayer game. And now Valve's going to be like, oh, there's still money left in this, you know, old dead franchise? Cool. So they're going to go and make a new Leopard 3. No, they won't.
4: They won't because Valve doesn't care. They know there's money in it. They just don't give a shit. Valve doesn't care.
2: Valve makes more money selling other people's Uh, games than they do. But Anybody
4: that has internet access and likes video games, which is Valve employees for sure, knows that if they released Half-Life 3, or Left 4 Dead 3, in any kind of even remotely playable state, that they would both fucking print money. And they're stupid not to, but I'm glad that Turtle Rock has taken a step for themselves and been like, listen, we know that everybody wants this game, and so we're gonna give it to them. Like, I'm sorry that it's not Left 4 Dead 3, guys, but it's basically Left 4 Dead 3.
2: Yeah, exactly. And the nice cool thing with this is the idea that they made it a whole new title, and the way that they kind of portrayed this, it seems like um, we're gonna like this could just be a whole generation thing where it just is like, okay, here's this, and then here's the next season. Kind of like, I know a lot of people don't like the idea of uh, you know, games with service, but I mean, if you give me a Left for Dead game and then say six months down the road, here's five new levels for it for 30 bucks, I'm sold, done. Just keep on giving me levels. I don't care, yeah. I
4: don't, I don't, I don't not like games of service, and I, I don't know if like, uh, you haven't had would... a conversation with Joe then. No, I know, but well, so like, I have a, I have shaky feelings on games for service, but like, I don't know that I would consider something like this a, a game for service type game. You know, I think it's
3: not. I think if they made it free to play, it would be. Yeah, and I'm surprised to package a game like this in like 2021 or when it will come out June. without having it free to play. Like, I, I, I think like I'm, it's, I'm it's though,
4: sorry. Like, I'll, I'll wait and like not wait. I, I will gladly play it at launch give them money like six months down the road i have a feeling
2: where you could see this game being is this is going to be a game where they sell you it as packs i wouldn't doubt it in my mind this is going to be like here's the game if you want this game plus the first four levels it's like 10 bucks if you want the full game who knows but like i i see this game being more of a pack selling game because even with left for dead they saw a huge benefit to selling maps like maps Great. were selling for so much and that's where like joe says if they release this on a free to play basis where they go okay the first level's free you want the rest of the game it costs you this much or if you want your character to look like this like they could do the fortnite thing you no know, honest to god because that's let's be honest that's how fort makes make, makes its money it's like hey match of chief skin which we'll talk about that probably not very much because <laughs> no one gives a fuck yeah. Well, I give a fuck about one part of the announcement, but we'll talk about that later. But anyway, we move we, on to uh, Hood. Yeah, Hood Hood Outlaws and Legends, uh we saw actual a little bit of gameplay with this at the time. Um it's a mess. and we learned a little bit more about what it is. Um and they are doing early access uh to the game starting May the 7th. So 3-day early access. Now, um I I'm 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 on the fence with this game because I still think PvE P games are a very different type of game to play than most. And it's a very, very hard market for people to just jump into. So depending on how, what this with this, trying to see a full price release, it's going to be really tough. And I really hope they do do really well with this. Um, But we'll see how she goes.
4: I think the problem with what they've shown us so far is that it, it looks okay. Like it looks cool, but they've done no, marketing in trying to actually sell me the game like I don't feel like I actually know what this game is I don't feel like they've described the game in any you know concise manner we've just seen like one regular trailer and then this trailer which doesn't really tell me anything about the game uh, exactly. and, and, and I think that without informing the consumer about what the game actually is you're going to end up not selling a whole lot of copies
1: yeah so, like I said, we'll just have to wait and see because, like I said, they they had to really like kind of liquid lick, lick their wounds after that, and um, that so we're, we're, a, we're talking you know. about the next
4: game, Roberto. What? Yeah. The, the... No, not not back for blood. We're we're on the next
0: game.
1: Oh, darn it! Okay, I, I uh, <laughs> oh boy, I'm gonna get complaints from the fe- from the Facebook group. <laughs> okay, about we on, that.
2: we on hood boys in the hood, yeah. Boys in the hood. They we're talking oh. about hoods in uh, uh, legends.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. I must have missed that.
0: <laughs> Whoops. Anyways, um,
1: yeah. So, uh, yeah, that one, um, that one looks alright.
2: Yeah, well, that's the big thing, right? I, I there's nothing that says buy me. Yeah. Yet. There. If this becomes free to play, okay, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll like if it's one of those games where it's like buy it now for early access and get all the characters and does all this and then whatever, but then when it like, releases free to play. I mean, it's going to be like For Honor. That's the, This game is basically going to probably have the For Honor problem where it releases.
3: No one fucking plays
2: it? Well, no. Like, For Honor released really strongly. There was a good strong base when it released. A yeah, lot of people bought the game. But then it dropped really hard, so then made it free free to play. So I, with PVE games, the problem is you need three squads of four to play this game so that's a 12 person squad you need people that are going to be willing to squad up with people not just play the game and that's the big thing that a lot of people don't understand this is like having to work together
4: yeah I really think that they just need to in in their best interest uh, it would be in their best interest rather to release like even like a 5 to 10 minute just gameplay with like somebody narrating over it uh, what this game is about and how it plays because like you just said, right now it looks like For Honor, uh, but worse.
2: Yeah. So, and that's where I, that's where I see it. But anyway, the next one is Scavenger opens uh, open the open to close beta. Good God, that sounds, what a sentence! What a <laughs> sentence! Um, I don't know. It's another free to play shooter scavenger game. Cool, awesome. Uh, does anybody actually want to go into that? No. Cool. Yeah. Awesome okay and then forza is crossing with cyberpunk and getting the car cool it looks better in cyberpunk than it is in forza um here's a cool announcement so we we got the colestio protocol now when this showed i was like is this dead space um this might be the year of people that made games decided to get the fuck away from the company that said let's just shut your company down or not let you make a game and make games
3: I found? yeah yeah i agree 2021 is the year yeah. of go fuck yourself whoever told me that my game wasn't good enough to sell anymore yeah so right. uh
2: the Celestial protocol is actually made for the creator that made uh Dead one of the creators from dead space this will be game of the year. it's gonna be a new sci-fi horror game called uh Cholestio protocol we only saw a trailer okay, game of the year uh, but, i mean i was i was so excited
3: game of the year 2022 calling it out
0: yeah, happening.
1: I I'd have to, have to say that um
0: <laughs> settle
2: down,
1: Joe. To to be the person that was in visceral games and then for EA to just show up with a smile and say, We're shutting you and laying you off for virtually no reason whatsoever.
2: Well, I know uh, the reason that, I that, have that, I have back backdoor information to that one.
1: <laughs> but uh but yeah. Okay. From the surface, no reason, but on the back door, plenty of reasons, but let's just face it: they're all bad reasons that were not that were pretty cr- crappy because this is it the house that did. built that built the Dead Space franchise, which so, for a while took away the throne of survival horror from Resident Evil and others, okay. and became the undisputed king of survival horror for a whole generation. First and,
3: still any Resident Evil
1: Yeah, it yeah. was. It wasn't until seven that Resident oh, Evil said no. it. Right, but in any case when they said we're shutting you down and they were supposed to, they were like working on like a lot. Li- EA wants to do like a live service star Wars or some crap like that. And
2: they want What it was is they were making the, 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 the Star Wars, they were making the star Wars, uh, squad star based Wars game. Yeah. yeah. And they just, it, it just, every time they rewrote the story, it, they scrapped it. They rewrote the story. They scrapped it. They changed. It was just, it was just, in just, just a development hell. And the problem is it's EA being EA. So EA is like, well, we only have the license for so much longer. Let's just push out a bunch of fucking games. And they already had uh the other Star Wars Jedi, um, whatever it was in development. And so when they were looking at having a secondary Star Wars game, they're like, oh, okay. Well, let's take you and you and you, and the rest of you, fuck off. We'll just close Bristol because EA doesn't care. Let's be honest. EA doesn't. He's closed so many studios. They don't care. They just take a studio over. Like it's like Skate. They, they take in Black, make Skate, make one of the best-selling Skate games ever.
4: Yeah,
0: and then, like just generation, and then
2: they're just like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, no, gone. And then, like, Burnout. Yeah, don't even get me started. We can have a whole conversation about how EA is. Yeah. All right, let's, why don't we move on to... to We're uh, going to move over to Warhammer. Warhammer 40, I have to say,
1: like, it, it looks great. I'm excited. I'm on board. What's
2: next? Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tides. Uh, they showed his gameplay, finally, for this. It looks uh,
1: that looks really yeah. good. And I, I'm really jealous that's on Xbox only. What? It, it said Xbox, it, on the battle It said PC and Xbox.
2: Get out of here. Yeah, but that's probably because the Microsoft paid for that. Let's just okay. double check. Matt's going to do a, fa- but anyway, I like this. I played Vermintide. Um, I do like the idea that this is in the 40k universe instead of being in the Warhammer universe. I do prefer the 40k when I'm talking about Warhammer. It's interesting that we're not playing Space Marines, because usually that's been always the Warhammer thing. Let's make Warhammer 40,000, and you're always a Space Marine, and this is neat to see like us not play Space Marines, and it just really looked really, really good. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, um, indeed, it will be a Series X console exclusive.
3: Motherfucker!
2: According
4: so time, to Gameplay, Time. Uh, I am reading now...
0: To be a timed exclusive. More Microsoft. I can't
4: see it not being a timed exclusive, uh, but I can't seem to find any indication of that. Will yeah, be I a can. console exclusive and is set to debut next year. The game awards take three days. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I I would guess that it is a timed exclusive and that they, you know, that uh, they're just throwing the Series X and PC labels on it now. Um, but I would bet that Xbox paid a shitload of money to to do that
1: yeah um i mean it still looks very impressive with the uh with what it is i mean you're right the usual staple is that the uh you always place a space marine and um ah yes and
2: so it is a time exclusive
1: okay. where'd
0: you where'd you get that
2: i got it from psu.com sure. uh they looked it up they interviewed the developers they said but even though it's uh it says, is it coming to PS5? It says, even though it's not releasing for PS5 or PS4 along its Xbox and PC release, however, the game is only a timed exclusive for Xbox, which means we could see a Warhammer 40,000 Dark Type PS5 and PS4 later down the road, which means we'll get the complete edition, Jesus and we don't have God. to pay for we DLC. We get we get one
0: exclusive. Right.
2: Awesome, sweet. Yeah, looks good.
0: Okay, okay bye. Right. Next,
2: game. Next game, Open Roads, was announced. Uh, this was like the... Anna-Parner.
3: Oh, Antipartner Interactive. Oh, looks so good.
4: Yeah, it looks fucking great.
2: Yeah, I really <laughs> dig the art in this. Yeah. It was a really interesting looking game. Like I was like I'm I'm intrigued. I want to play more.
4: I like that her mom is Rogue from the X-Men. <laughs> 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 like come on. I don't know. Yeah, it it looks cool though. I'm uh, I'm uh, definitely going to check this out. Um, you know, cuz it's not only Annapurna, but it's also Fulbright. So, uh that's a it's a hell of a team up.
0: It is a
3: hell
1: of a um, What's actually, your
2: What's your opinion there, Roberto? Looks what? great.
1: I mean, I like the cel shaded artwork. I like how it where it's going. I do like these games that kind of start focusing more so on just going and getting lost on and meeting people on adventures away, you know, realistic
0: worlds. It's uh, um, it it is kind of a, a way to
1: to go about things, and it's uh it can really unfold um, interesting aspects to who we are and things like that. I mean, I admit that I would have liked to have seen kind of more of these kind of like in smaller indie games, like during the the course of the whole um, of the whole ceremony, but I'm happy this one got some notoriety there. So I'm looking forward to Annapurna. Yes. They've been, they've been finding some really cool things out there. And I would hope to see, think that uh, they're going to continue to do that and, and go into into patterns and paths that we have not seen before.
2: And then the next announcement we got was for Disco. Okay. Elysium. Elysium. Thanks, you, Matt. Uh, Final Cut got announced, which, in all honesty, I didn't even know this was a game. I remember hearing, like, just the, the, the people rumbling about this game, about how good this was, and the idea that this game's going to now come to consoles in 2021, and with that, we're going to get full voiceovers for every line and new quests. This looks like a game I want to play.
4: So this is this is a me Roberto game because I own this game on Steam, but I haven't played it yet because when it came out, I remember seeing the trailer and I was like, damn, that looks amazing. And uh, I just at the time I was on my computer much more than I am now, and uh, I never got around to playing it. So I'm excited to be able to play it somewhere else. And I know Joe has not played it because
2: he doesn't play PC. He he only uses that for TurboTax, right, Joe? That's what it's for. <laughs> Did you did you ever play this? No,
1: I know. I remember Kalai talking about it because it was just this weird, strange game that kind of turns the the RPG thing uh, notions of RPG on its head mm-hmm. uh, regarding the text and things like that. But then I remember this just being lines and lines and lines and lines of text, and well, now it's over. Yeah, it kind of kind of
3: remembers me like read story memories.
1: Yeah, and. I understand that, like, the... I mean, I I think that it would have to be something I play and have to really experience, like, you know, all the way through. Like, you guys are saying to me, just play one game, and I'd have to say that... I don't know how long it takes to beat the game, but I'd have to say that it would probably be something that, if I get this game, I have to just play this literally nonstop till I see the credits to really understand. Because there's a lot of complex themes to it all. I remember that they won a lot of awards last year, and the first thing they did was they thanked Karl Marx, the father of socialism, and I want to see why they did that and, and what in context to socialism and communism do they have in this game where they trying to say something against the United States and capitalism, where they trying to say something uh, regarding the history of socialism and the fact that there have been great socialism nations in, in our world, like, you know, Nordic socialism, you know, Switzerland and Poland and all that. Well, oh, no, no, no Poland, uh, like Switzerland. And then... There's socialism nations that turn into horrible dictatorships like Venezuela and uh, kind of Cuba. And there's Maduro, there's Pinochet and all that. It's a very contentious subject matter that I would like to find out more about. I think that honestly, you know, one way would be to talk to the guys again, you know, talk to them in an interview. But another way would be to play the game and really try to peel back the layer. Like, you know, Drek once said, you know, ogres have layers. And I think that that's honestly a metaphor for life. Everything has layers. I want to peel back the layer about this type of thing and how it wraps up to a game about being a, a cop who's a detective that you can kind of uh, drink and get drunk and fail the game first thing in the, you know, first five minutes of the game. Oh, so it's, 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 there's a lot of complexity there, but I, I do want to play it. <laughs> I, like, yes.
4: I like that you use, I like that you use uh, Shrek as, as a philosophical flex.
1: Yeah, because I went on about socialism and all that, and then I, I switched to Shrek. But Shrek is—that's the thing. I mean, I could go. We can have a podcast about the the, the Green. Over, oh, that's but on the episode of
2: film stuff one day. Yeah, yeah, but
1: like for winter. real, like he's oh, aged, Shrek has aged it remarkably well on. twenty years later and become yeah. an icon of which we continuously study about ourselves and art and emotions and the good parts of ourselves and the bad parts of ourselves in various different dimensions. And, uh, it's, it's very, it's, it's more than just an internet meme, and you use, you know, an academy
3: of music to have you wrap this shit up though. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you move on. I love <laughs> Yeah.
2: You. Yeah.
1: But in other words, I'm interested. Yes.
2: Okay. So the next thing we saw was, uh, quote on uh, dragon age slash question mark four. Um, so this trailer looked amazing. Um, but from my uh, perspective yeah. of seeing this cinematic trailer and them just showing us a bunch of worlds and then talking about characters that's usually when you describe a MMO. so the idea that they didn't put a four unless the person at ea was just being lazy that day and forgot to put the number four in the title um or give it a name it um, i know that's why it's so hard to tell right like because if they just call it dragon age we know it's an mmo but if they just couldn't figure out a title yet, and that's how far into development they are, and they don't really know what they're doing, well then you know yeah maybe that's the reason why we don't know i i don't, not named I,
4: don't I don't I don't know I think the there's a possibility that this could be a reboot. I know that there were some people who really enjoyed inquisition um I was not one of them, and I kind of think that that game ended up kind of falling flat a little bit, and uh interrupting a really great RPG franchise um, like one that allowed you so much choice. And um, you know, it, it was like a true, like, you know, uh, Baldur's gate style of RPG. And I felt dragon age was kind of a big step back from the initial two. And so I would love for this not to be an MMO, but for it to be a reboot of dragon age in general with. Uh, so what would this be? A-
2: here's the thing. And this is where I am trying to fit in with this. And this is my thing. I played the first two Dragon Ages. I Mm like that. I mean, I know that technically Dragon Age one and two really don't connect as much as people would hope they connected. Um, Dragon Age one is the better
4: game for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then with Dragon Age Inquisition, it just basically went off into a whole nother path of things. And I think personally for me, that's why I like Dragon Age Inquisition so much, because I was like, okay, I understand that we kind of just forgot about Dragon Age one and two, that they happened. I mean there's rumors and and things with that, but for someone to to just come into the series, it was nice. And I think that's why it did so well in sales and things like that. And I get that mm-hmm. point. Like I understand from both perspectives of where this game sits. Oh um but at the exact same time, that's why when it comes to is this gonna be a reboot or for one, the character the one character they showed was an in Inquisition. Right. So that's true. That means it's an that's why that's what confuses me if we had the dwarf i'd be like okay well maybe you know maybe maybe we got some going on here if we talked about wardens or we like you know anything i would have believed it but when all they showed is worlds and then just said come experience like they just basically kind of gave you that come experience it again it was like watching a world of warcraft trailer
4: right that's i guess that's true well i mean we'll see they they really need i mean this was like really just like i think an initial push out the gate you know what i mean like this could be uh you know there's the announced starfield what like three years ago two years ago now yeah, and that's i mean i don't think
2: this game's coming out anytime soon that's for sure yeah well, i think as this a is matter of just...
1: fact with dragon's age they they had this kind of teaser like two years ago or three years ago at a game award no they Not had Dragon like Age. they had some kind of a teaser for a Dragon Age game, and it's was like this was before I think Anthem even
2: came out. Uh, the last game they, well, the last time they showed us a, a teaser for a Dragon Age game was when they came out for the DLC for Dragon Age, and that was it. No, 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 no. There was
1: there was a something. It was like a quick one minute thing, and it was at a game awards, and it was, it was a minute long, and it was I think it was for teasing something with Dragon Age and it had like people talking and something like that and then i know people were kind of livid the next day because it was like the the, the development it, the game had i don't even think it had even started really all that much development at the point um you'd have to look that up but um but yeah i am certain there was something that happened at a game awards but that was like 2 3 years ago and right now as it, it comes between this and not to jump ahead but the mass effect tease bioware is yeah. not it, it's on death store it's not doing well then no. the BioWare, of-
2: BioWare I, I I have to stop Bioware is not dying I don't care what people say yes anthem Man. was bad just because they make one bad game and Andromeda no, still like Andromeda Andromeda really still too. sold well yes it didn't do well but it's understanding the the idea that Bioware is actually taking the time with We'll go into the, the last trailer thing. I mean, on yeah, it makes
3: end, but... a bad game every like three months. So like I mean,
4: we have there, so there, much there. more to get through, guys. There's, There's still so yeah, much. Yeah, more. we can go. Um, I know.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I'm just uh, saying that it just doesn't doesn't feel right regarding the state of Bioware and how they, they we have no transparency as to what's going on there right now. All right, guys.
2: Anyway, endless dungeon announced. So this uh, is something that everyone was excited about, like a roguelike tactic game, but it also looked like it was. Um, uh cooperative as well which looks super sweet i can't wait yeah, to this play this this is
4: actually my favorite announcement of the
3: show Not my second favorite it looks really dope i really love roguelikes i know matt really loves them too yep and it looks it looks similar to the to the elk or the level of roguelike that is more of like a dead cells or a hades so i'm yep. kind of on board like it's it's i think roguelikes are getting an, a second life right now and i think it's really cool to see what like all these different developers are gonna do to make their roguelike stand out from the next one. I think you know, Binding of Isaac really opened the door and I think like games like Dead Cells and Hades like really kicked it open and I think like games are going to continue to do that. I know Void Bastards was another great one that, you know, pushed the genre further into like a different, you know, kind of light and I'd honestly like to see like an RPG company take like one of their like famed RPG franchises and kind of put it into a roguelike setting, but I'd kind of like to see. Pretty
2: interesting. Roberto, any uh, Endless Dungeon for you? Because I know you play a little bit of roguelites.
1: Yeah, it looks cool. Once again, it's it's like something that looks like, you know, pretty neat. Um, I think it will be pretty... It's not, it looks like it will be a pretty cool title to see, you know, develop and flourish.
2: And then that... So I'm just going to blaze through these next couple ones because yeah, it was, was something cool. that I, I know no one's going to really... So, Crimson Desert. Uh, we saw the first gameplay trailer. We also got revealed that this will be the first MMO to ever have a full single player story with inside Yo. the MMO. Not gonna lie, super... though, even though
4: we're blazing through this, this game looks fucking dope.
2: No, it does. So, this is made by the same people that made Black Desert. Right. So, um, I, I this game is just the the medieval version of that, and this game looks good. Um, when they were showing gameplay of it, if you t- if you showed me that gameplay and show didn't tell me what it was and just said describe the, how you'd play this game and mmo would not be the words i'd be thinking That is for sure um the other thing we got is uh swedish chef uh went into overcook cool i want um this. i love
4: swedish chef's my favorite
0: muffin so i was amped about yeah. this not mine but i mean he's cool i gotta buy i gotta buy Ooh. the new
2: overcooked uh thing so that yeah yeah and then we had that new uh the, the new game called the indie game called Seasons revealed. Um looked interesting.
4: Yeah, I'm not sure what to make of it to be honest. The the trailer looks very cool. Uh I love the style again. This is one of those games where the the depth of the trailer was more in its visual style than almost anything else. Uh and I, I can't wait to see more of this.
3: I mean, it's cool to see what the PS5 can pull off visually, and, like, this is, like, just, like, the tipping point of it, and I think it's really cool to see something that kind of looks more of, like, a Studio uh, Ghibli kind of,
0: like, you know, aesthetic and gameplay. Um, Yeah. I'm interesting to see what, what this is gonna be. Like, I honestly think this looks cool. And Roberto?
1: Yeah, it looks another neat indie. I think it's gonna be interesting to see where it goes and how it flourishes and develops and, uh, you know, definitely something, uh, interesting to observe and see. Um, and, uh, I I mean, I, once again, it's just, it's another example of, uh, the kind of diversity that you have there. I mean, i like the, once again, the, the type of thing that you're going to be seeing and what kind of adventure it's going to become.
3: I like, I like how the the representation in the game and, you know, protagonist is a person of color. And I think that's really cool too, to get that representation out
0: of there and get more, more characters like that in the spotlight. Yeah, I, okay. I know. That's good. too, so, and, uh, and seeing where that goes.
2: The and next then... One, well, no. No, the next one you people give a shit out. Joe, you be quiet. I still have to do my world record. So, Activision did release that they're coming out with a new season for Black Ops Warzone. Now, he, the thing I don't know and I would like to know is if... Because I play Modern Warfare Warzone... Um mm-hmm. if it's gonna mm-hmm. be the same war mm-hmm. zone. If I actually get to play this new islander, they're just gonna lock this to Black Ops because if they are, they're a bunch of assholes. They're not. They're, they're not, not they're not. They're not
4: so what I what I want to know is if because I bought Black Ops now, when this comes out, can I finally fucking delete Modern Warfare off of my PS5? Because Absolutely. between Black Ops and this, I oh, now have so like 260 gigs
2: held up of my hard drive. <laughs> well the 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 warp Modern Warfare, like I can't remember what they make you do. You can't, you can get rid of the campaign, but you can't get rid of the multiplayer, and it's so stupid.
3: So here's the solution, uh, Activision, I think for all the bro gamers out there, they should make a Modern Warfare hard drive that just comes out every year, and it has the game pre-installed on that hard drive, and that hard drive is just for Modern Warfare, and all the bro gamers would go out and buy it because they don't play anything else. They just gotta hook that into whoa, their PS Five.
4: They
3: just hook that into their PS Five, and they're set. They can. Yeah, I just you know, like shoot
4: people on the internet sometimes, man.
3: They can yeah. wear their trucker hats. How, and,
4: how 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 dare you, Joe? How dare you lump me in <laughs> with those sweaty ass Madden players?
2: Yep, and drink their shitty ass white claws. <laughs> Jesus, you're I'm just, liking, you're you were liking you were playing Battlefield One and liking the story mode yesterday. Don't even I like. Start. I do like. Yeah, but what do I play when I play shooters? I play the story mode, and that's basically it. And I right, move on.
4: I like competitive online stuff. All right, let's go to All Arc right, Two. Arc Two
2: got announced with a tracer with that looks like Rock Diesel, uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson's body with Rock, Vin Diesel. Rock, Rock, well, I was
4: I was so excited for this game until they announced that it was Arc Two. You
2: said yeah, Diesel. yeah. Yes. the 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 thing that the, I I don't know, like maybe they'll make it not so i don't know anyway it's just arc i don't know why we needed a second one i mean vin diesel's character looked really weird it's really weird to see the whitest white vin diesel like now shit and it it
0: just
3: i don't know what's better the fact that you called him rock diesel or he's the whitest white vin diesel
2: well, no, like, I mean, like the idea that he's, like, super tan in the trailer, and it, it, it looks really weird, because Vin Diesel's usually very pale, he's never been a very tanned guy, and so you watch this trailer, and it's just, like, the dark skin of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like, imagine really
3: just... When he played Xander Cage in Triple X.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. I would, Either I would way. Like,
4: it, the, he, the trailer was interesting enough for me to watch what the fuck they're doing with it, but, like... I can't stand. I mean, not that Ark is a bad game. It's just not,
2: not my a game for you. Yeah. Game. Yeah. So anyway, the other interesting part about this is that they uh, they announced Ark. The animated series was also announced, and the god, the voice acting cast they have for that is insane, Crazy. dude. Holy shit! It was fucking Gerard Butler, Elliot Page, like David Tennant.
4: It, it's a David Tennant. It's insane. Paying for this. I'm um,
0: Vin like, Diesel's in there.
2: Well, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, where they? it's because of all those kids spending all their money on the shit crystals. It's true. They bought a lot of
4: arc shit crystals and funded this shit crystal animated series. <laughs> 100% true. <laughs> it's an animated... Basically, the show's DLC,
3: honestly, if you think about it.
2: Yeah, it's so, true. the next trailer had me screaming for penguins. Uh, Fall Guys Season 3 trailer came out and I Can Be a Penguin and it was the greatest trailer ever, and this this, this was a trailer, this, this had everything, it had those bits of comedy, I understood what the trailer was about, they told me when it was coming out, they, they showed me, they made me want to come and play Fall Guys again, I even checked to see if the, the trailer was there, and, I mean, this looks good, I like the new levels, I like the new themes, I like that this game continues to produce new content, and at a good pace.
4: Me. no i I think fall guys is a fun game and i'm glad that uh it 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 has taken on a life of its own kind of and uh you know it 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 is it is great seeing uh, a small game like this succeed on such a, a big level
3: yeah, I'm just a fucking bitter old man who hasn't gotten a crown yet and keeps getting fucked out of him every time. I think I've Joe
2: played. just doesn't like co- competitive multiplayer games just because he's I'm not I'm not,
3: a, I'm not a competitive multiplayer game. And it's not that I I just don't I just don't feel like I have the time to get good at him with all the single player games I want to play. Like, right. I can't just help myself I when I want to mm-hmm. play story mode.
2: You know what game is not a competitive
4: multiplayer game? Outside
2: the outsiders, which is coming out uh by out Outriders. Out, out, out
3: yeah, Please stop pronouncing names wrong because I don't need to hear it in the fucking chat when people are like,
2: man, Corey needs to learn how to fucking read. That's fine. They can just say I'm from Canada. That's that's, that's not an excuse. That's he fine. doesn't know these fancy American letters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I try to have to keep you under control. It just confuses me. So this anyway, Outriders. Is- this game, the, the way I've always described this game is Mass Effect three-player cooperative but not shitty Mass Effect online. This game just looks good. I love the idea that it's a cooperative uh, person, a shooter that is yeah. really like diving deep into a kind of like the Mass Effect world, like kind of that play style. And I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, and now that it's yeah. in
0: February, I'm excited.
4: Yeah, one oh. thing that uh, I kind of liked about the, the announcement itself was that um, they basically were saying outright like hey this is not a game as a service like when you buy this it's a it's a front to back game in a package uh and there are going to be like end game activities and everything and i'm sure they're going to release other content for it but that yeah. seems to be a trend right now where i think people are starting to realize that like games as a service uh in in an rpg sense always oh, just like yeah well.
1: they don't do very well no
3: i'm glad it's coming in a package cuz i like my games in a package so
1: I mean, not to mention the fact like that a new package, Joe, yeah. Um, not to mention the fact that Rock diesel we, We've seen games <laughs> try to become a service. We saw the the absolute disastrous failure of Lawbreakers. We saw that Anthem try to become so hard, like Destiny. It screwed up and was anything but Destiny. And while well, is currently like in, in limbo at this point, and it's just maybe you know like sure maybe division and and some other games like nailed the whole uh games as a service thing but just Uh, division didn't nail it the
4: only person playing it is tricky
1: tricky single-handedly saving division
4: yeah i don't think that they. i think so that's the thing is i don't think that i think the problem with games as a service is that there are games that have come out that have been serviceable like they're good enough (laughs) but but i don't think any game has actually full out done it correctly like there's no game like Of where the the player base doesn't drop uh, a ton or or
2: hold people on. But but that's not really a game as a service, though. You know, like Well and the thing is you look at Destiny, like Destiny is always the this is a game with service, but when you look at Destiny, they come out with a pass you have to buy every three months. So if it was a game with service it would all be free, but guess what? It's not. You continue to pay for a pass every single time, and then people are like, there's not enough in the game. Okay, so they bring new maps and raids and whatever, and I get that they continue servicing players, but at the exact same time, like the the only game I can think of that does games of service well is Warframe. And if anyone wants to try to prove me wrong, yeah, I would agree that. So anyway. Right. Next, next announcement. Really- Evil Dead, the game was announced.
3: Oh my god, it looks amazing.
2: Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm excited. This The idea that we get to play four different characters, so this is going to be a cooperative game as well, looks like, and play in the world of Evil Dead. I'm excited.
3: cuff's so good. The
2: only thing I didn't like about this trailer was, like, it's it looks
4: so good. And, like, everybody I know as a personal friend of mine would want this game, but we saw precisely one gunshot in the whole trailer, and it was ass-shotgunning somebody in the first fucking... Fifteen yeah. seconds of the trailer, and then we, we didn't get we, anything
2: yeah, else. Yeah, we need to see gameplay on this to actually like. Actually, yeah, I mean, there's a little bit
4: more gameplay, but like, I don't know. It just seemed like.
3: uh It definitely looks like a last holdover. Like it really does. It looks like a game that like kind of either got delayed or pushed back a little. Um, I, I I really think this is more of a PS4 Xbox One kind of game that's just gonna see life on next gen.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 excited for it.
0: So I see
3: pretty exciting too
0: yeah man holy shit
2: this is my number two pick so it's, it's, Ghost, ghosts and goblins resurrection yeah. uh was announced for the switch this is a it's it's really crazy not only from my personal like when i first saw this and they opened up the scroll the first thing i thought of was power stone because I,
4: I thought the same thing until the music started playing and I, I know was like, oh, shit That's fucking ghosts and goblins. Yep,
3: that's what I got. As soon as the music hit, I knew it was ghosts.
4: It's fun. It's funny because I I literally had the same thought
2: as you. I was like, "Fucking power stone." Yeah, because nobody remembers that. Like that. That's the how the game opened. It was the scroll. Like, and I'm like, "Oh god, we knew it was in Capcom's backlist. They said it was supposed to come out in two years, but now it's gonna come out now." Yeah, and then like yeah, then we get ghosts and goblins. Three. Wait,
3: what? No, fuck you guys. No.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for this though. I spent. Probably
4: more time than I should have dying in this game as a child, and uh, it's stupid hard. And I hope this one is stupid hard. It's gonna be yeah. it's just
3: I, as hard as
0: the.
4: Uh, the I loved it. The one thing I'm not sold on is like the I I think the art style is cool, but it looks a little like I don't know, like a little flash animation to me. Uh, but the I don't know. I think I need to just see it up closer. You know, to
3: of its beauty though, Matt. Like I think like they're they're trying to modernize it enough but still yeah. keep looking, like, kind of shitty, like, because it's, it's goes and Goblin. It's never been about the aesthetics. It's always been about, you know, the game. I don't life. know,
4: man. The pixel art back in the day was fucking gorgeous for what Wait, it was.
3: Just bring back Maximo. You're gonna bring me this. Where's my Maximo game?
0: Like, give me another Maximo. Yeah. Oh. Was-
4: and next, oh, maybe it's
0: something it's- oh, okay.
2: Yeah, we got another look at Returnal. This game just keeps on looking better. Seriously. So yeah. I'm just excited. March. That's all we need to say. This game looked good. We this yeah. I can't believe it's that soon. But like
4: looking from the trailer, because like it feels like it was like announced forever ago. But like looking at oh. this trailer, especially, it looks like it's totally in a let's release its state.
3: Speaking of forever, our next game is
2: oh my god. No, the next game is it takes two. Joe, you ge- stop skipping ahead. Takes two gameplay. Now this, I, I this guy is the. <laughs> This guy forever will be, you know, known as the fuck the oh, Oscars guy. Uh, yeah. And I mean, you know what? I have a I have a little, little story to put in this. So this game was showing and Kathy was looking at it. We were watching the Game Awards together. And uh, she's like, this looks really cool. It'd be really neat to play this together. And I'm like, and then I wasn't paying attention. Like, you know, I'm watching the Game Awards. I'm a man. Um, And I said, yeah, that's why I'm going to buy it and give my free pass to Joe so we can play it
0: together.
2: (laughs) And then she's like, no, I was, you know, kind of hinting that maybe you and me could play it. And I'm like, oh, shit, like I doghouse now. So, Uh, but the cool announcement with that. So we got to see gameplay. It looked really neat. It's another split screen cooperative playing together. The cool thing I liked about it is that this game, when he said it, it releases, is that the way this works is it's a pass game, which thank God someone actually decided to bring that shit back. Where if I buy the game, I get mm-hmm. a free version of the game to give to someone else, and so it's what, neat because it's a cooperative game. So obviously, you know, you need that person to play with.
3: So what you're telling me is your You're gonna you know, play it with me
0: first, and then you're gonna play with her. I mean, that might happen. Yeah, that's gonna happen. just don't listen to the episode, Kathy. I'll never find this <laughs> out.
3: I mean, I still have to play a way out. Like it's on my PS4, and I need to fucking play it, but I don't have anybody to play it
0: with. So. Wah, wah.
2: And then Joe's announcement that he wanted to talk about.
0: Oh, my fucking God. We've been waiting
3: for
4: this game for God knows how long.
2: I've played this at, like, at least minimum
4: four Pax easts. Like, I I love Superman Boy. It's, like, one of my favorite platforms of all time. Uh, I'm a huge Ed McMillan fan, and I'm kind of sad he's not particularly involved in this. But, uh, you know, he came up with the IP uh, along with Tommy. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't wait to fucking get the whole game at my house. I fucking love Super Meat Boy. And this looks like more good Super Meat Boy with some better, uh, or some different mechanics rather.
3: Yeah, it looks dope. Um, I'm excited that it's going to be on everything. Like, it's literally going to be on everything.
4: Yeah, phones, fucking consoles. I'm going to
0: fucking play this on my Switch. Oh. Anything there, Roberto? Which game again?
1: Uh, Super Meat Boy. Forever. oh that one yeah yeah okay <laughs> that's exactly what i heard i just wanted to pull check yeah you're right i played this several packs east ago and it's nice to see that the game is finally nearing the end of its development and it looks really neat and it looks like to be a culmination of all that we love about Super Meat boy but also something accessible for those that may have missed out on the originals and uh yeah it's looking pretty good nice
2: Next game. So uh, we saw another trailer again. This time with more gameplay for the new Oddworld game. Uh, now they did uh, give us a release date. Now of spring twenty twenty one. So that's pretty cool. That we're gonna start. We're gonna see that as a release. I mean, it's more Oddworld. It looks good. Um, yeah. I is mean, this a
4: time exclusive as well, or is this gonna stay on Epic and and PlayStation? Yes,
2: uh, I, I don't know. Once again, we'd have to look that up. That takes yeah. time. Which. We don't have have that time right now. That's why we're gonna very seldomly just kind of go over the idea that Elder Scrolls Online is getting a Gates of Oblivion, which I thought was super cool. Uh, But it's it's Elder Scrolls Online, and um, for those who love it, no, nothing against you. This looks great for you. Uh, But yeah, I'm just gonna wait for the new Elder Scrolls game. Uh, New. We also saw another new trailer for Monster Hunter Rise. Oh fucking good! Yep. Oh my god. And
3: then the demo. it's coming to fucking Steam though now. Like it's not a Switch exclusive anymore. Who cares?
0: Kind
3: of... Let well, let play it. Who gives a shit? I mean, it kind of makes me mad though, because like then now the well now that yeah, I can't play with Kali now. She's gonna fucking play on Steam, and she's only gonna want to play with people on PC. So it's gonna like it's fucking that that shit annoys me. That's kind of dumb.
4: But like, who? Yeah, I mean, just tell her to stop being dumb and buy it on Switch. <laughs>
3: I went wait till you listen to this, Clay.
0: <laughs>
3: um, anyway, guys, guys, before we get into the next game, and I don't if if you want to cut <laughs> this, in the show, you, if if you don't, you don't. Um, we're in an hour and forty three minutes, so if we want to cut it here, or if we want to like do an outro here and then do another intro and just, just, just do the rest, just, of the we're, show, so we're so
0: close.
2: We're so close. We're oh, like right at the end. All right, fuck it, then. Okay, just let's, let's, let's fuck do all this. Fuck my idea. Now I gotta fucking make note of what time we're
4: so close joe like it's literally like we could do this in two minutes
2: yeah okay so we saw that uh next thing up guys we did see the among us uh got a new map i mean game of the year for uh mobile and multiplayer um interesting that it won game of the year considering i actually it's funny because it didn't win game of the year for certain categories and that's because it came out in 2018 yeah
4: Uh, what, so just really quick on this before we move on. I, one of the things that I loved about the two awards that they won was it seemed like out of all the awards that were given out that night, they were so genuinely excited that they won any kind of award because they're just like,
2: it, they look like three college students who like oh, put dude, this out. It, it is. It's like, I, I think it's just four, four people. That's yeah. it. You think about it, it. Four people sold a game for $8. Yeah. Sold over 10 million copies.
0: Yeah. They're just, they're, just probably,
2: they're just probably raking in the dough. No wonder why they don't want to make it for uh, make a make it for friggin' PlayStation and Xbox. It's four people. Yeah. I mean, I
3: never got the appeal of the game, but that's just me. But. Oh man, it's
2: so fun. Uh just, when you have people to talk to and stuff. It's it's great. It's like I'm um, um, Salem all over again. It's good. Yeah. Anyway, right. next thing uh Master Chief comes to Fortnite. Woo. Um with that, the cool thing that uh was it that they did announce with this is that for the people that do remember the days of uh Halo one land land playing with each other, uh you can go into the a mode map and play capture the flag on Blood Gulch uh, with fortnite characters, so I thought that was cool. it was cool they did pay homage to red and blue, and i am like, yeah, I know those guys, all the twelve year old kids that play fortnite probably don't know who the, f- the hell those kids are they was just like, know ninja I they just, they just know ninja and i'm like that's cool that's fine. And then, you know, yep. they had to bring in The Walking Dead. They're coming now, too. So oh, It's like, Ooh. oh, man,
3: they already announced their next season pass content. Holy shit. Or actually, like, who knows how... Like, actually, they're not even. They're in this one
2: because they're, yeah, they're coming out. This yeah. yeah, they're coming in, like, literally pretty close. Uh, then we saw more Scarlet Nexus. I oh. mean, I, oh, I just I just want them to stop showing us this game. I just want I to it. Well, I just want them to stop showing us because every time they show me the game, I get more questions.
3: Just, like, say every other fucking Bandai Namco RPG. Like, straight up. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not gonna pull punches, because, like... So,
2: just, I,
4: like, I every... always tend to not be excited for this game. And then Suck by the too. time of the end of every trailer, I'm like, damn. I mean,
2: I still want it. be a good, a good time. Sucker. Well, that's, sucker that's the whole fan. thing, right? It's like, I, I want to buy it, but then I, like, every time they show it to me, I'm like, okay, I get this. I'm like, I, every time I try to think, like, okay, hey, this story's really weird, I'm like, oh, but then there's a really cool trailer, and I'm like, Hey, just forget, forget about the story and your fighting plants. Just forget about
3: yeah. that. And another fucking Sword Art Online game,
2: yeah.
1: Fuck, see, not like enough. I mean, it looks pretty cool. I mean, I'm um, I, I tend to be partial for the S the JRPGs, and um, I understand yeah. that you know, because you? I mean, I understand though that you know, like, especially with the SAO games, they kind of are like the they do kind of the bare minimum of what you would expect in a JRPG, but they're still just it's fun. You they're know? not bad. I'm not, there's just too many of them now. It's like they're
3: like all over the place. They're like bre- like they're like breeding in on in on itself. It's like
1: not so much. I mean, there's there was just a uh, fatal bullet from two years from last year and then or two years ago, and then there was, uh, alikization <laughs> art, and that's just kind of what we have now at this point.
2: There's no, this there's,
0: there's a new one this year too. Yeah,
1: as I
2: said, allocation art. And there was the one before that. Yep, the fatal yeah, bullet. Some... No, before that. Yeah. Two, two before that. Two before that. realization.
1: And another one after that.
2: Well Law like- song,
1: but that was like twenty fourteen. Yeah. yeah. I really
4: think they should stop making these just cause. Yeah. It's like
3: you're gonna burn your franchise out. Like let them breathe a little. Let them breathe a little bit. Like just, just remake dot hack.
4: That's a nun-
3: Oh my n- god, please like just
1: remake
2: dot hack. All four of them, <laughs> Or just give me them rematch. They,
1: they did. They gave it.
2: They no, did that. No, no, they didn't. That's Gu That's Roberto. U. Don't even U. start about the conversation of Gu versus Dot Hack and the oh, Gu not is even. not the. It's sold better, but it Poor is man. not a better game. It is not the better game. We'll, we'll continue. That's a whole other conversation. Like Save by the Bell versus Save by the Bell: The College Years. That's how you compare Dot Hack and
3: Dot Hack Gu. Oh.
2: Yeah. Dot hack gu is this like it's the most expensive like one of the most expensive quadru- tr- quad trilogies you can buy for PlayStation 2. I think right now like if you look up Dot hack to get the original discs, if you're lucky, if I'm correct, they run around like $200 a piece. And if they that's if they just include the disc, not including if they include the DVD that came with it, if it includes that, then it's like around 250-300. Like it's stupid. It's stupid expensive. It's like yeah. Just for one, not all four. Um Next, we got a first look at The Rune King, a League of Legends story, which was an RPG based in the Le- League of Legends world, which I thought this was really cool. So, like I-, I like the idea that League of Legends has finally realized that it's a brand they have now, and they can kind of make something else other than just League of Legends. I love League of Legends. Um,
3: Again, I'm going to play this on my Switch because this looks dope. This looks like a pick-up-and-play kind of game that I kind of want to get into. Yep. And then
2: the the, 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 the clam so we got a mass effect teaser trailer now not only did we get a mass effect teaser trailer we got a mass effect teaser trailer that basically said hey guess what andromeda didn't exist so (laughs) andy Andy, yeah so with that that means we are basically going to be either getting a direct sequel to three or they're going to kind of work on the rewriting end of three but either way, this just shows us that we're getting another Mass Effect game in the world of Shepard. You know what we
3: uh, do? They like included like a Mass Effect, like they like fucking ripped off Kingdom Hearts, and they're like, when Mass Effect trilogy comes out, the remastered Legendary Edition or whatever, it, it, it's like they have a like new content, like Mass Effect like uh three point
2: nine, and it's like the redo of the ending of the fucking game. I I will place money. <laughs> I will place money, and bet. Now I don't know how far this Mass Effect is out, but I wouldn't doubt it in my mind. If EA pulls some EA shenanigans and says, "Hey, if you play, if you buy the Legendary Collection when it comes out, you get early, you get first access to the Mass Effect demo that comes out the I, bet new- you're, I, I bet you're right. I wouldn't doubt it. But anyway, that's what I thought about it. This look, I can't. I'm excited. yeah i
4: i I used to love i loved mass effect uh i guess i got a little burnt out with it uh on three and andromeda but i kind of hope this is in the same universe as Shepard, but not from anywhere close to his point of view like we have so many games that like you know keep tagging on to each other and i would rather just it tell a different story and this be the beginning of something new
3: it would be cool if this was like the beginning of a new trilogy. I think. Yeah. I think even just branding it just Mass Effect, and not even like numbering it or like having any like kind of like tag and just kind of like
0: rebooting the franchise with a brand new, yeah. with a brand new um, character. I think that'd yeah. be cool.
2: that is what I want. And Roberto, your final thoughts on
0: the
1: Mass Effect teaser trailer? I'd have to say that it's it's just doesn't feel right given everything going on at Bioware and. I think don't know if they're just trying to like do an about-face and just save whatever they can, or something is not right there. I think that it we really need to find out what's going on and what direction they're headed regarding Mass Effect, Dragon Age, before we can really get excited on anything. And to know that these games are very early in development, I, I mean... We might be halfway through the PS5 Xbox Series X cycle before we even get a chance at releasing and seeing these games in action. There is the probably fact probably that the 2022. HD... Yeah, there is the fact that I, I it might even be later given the leadership take I'd have to say that given uh, that the fact that they're releasing the, uh, the uh, HD remasters of the original, I mean, there's some breath there, there's some life, I guess to gauge interest or where people are uh are now with the franchise versus what they were before especially given that um especially given that the uh you know the many of the people who played the original mass effect games that was if you think about it the original came out in 2006 or 2007 that's 10 11 12 13 years ago <laughs> so it'll be wait- interesting to see what happens next
2: yeah and with that guys we're going to end it here like I said, there was so many announcements to talk about. Obviously, if you guys want to check us out and talk about it some more, you can check us out in the Facebook group at Game Stuff Podcast. You can just go at Game Stuff Cast, uh, in Facebook or on Twitter, and you'll get directed to our page. And then you can go from there to find our, our group that we have. We can talk about that. Uh, with that as well, you guys can always check us out and find our episodes on Proven Gamer. Also hit that Amazon link uh, so that you know you can help us out we also are sponsored by uh, Humble Bundle and Extra Life. So if you guys want to check us out, when we are streaming for uh, Joe's Christmas, we are doing another kind of Extra Life Last Big Ho uh, for the kids. So mm-hmm. um, with that, uh, make sure you guys stay in touch with that. Um, with that, we also want to give some consideration our, out for Isaac Sago. Uh, he made our logo. You can find him at IsaacSago.CarbonMade.com. Also, our uh, intro song is done by a band, Take Away the Ugly, and the song is called Don't Panic. You can find them on BandCat. With that, you guys can find me. I'm the Grounded Gamer, no E, double D, uh, on PlayStation, Steam, Xbox, and everywhere, pretty much, including Twitter. And you can also find us in the group. Uh, Joe, where can they find you?
0: They can find me in the club. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) no you can find me on playstation and on twitter at mr
3: 84 and on twitch oh yeah and twitch yeah come check me out you know christmas night i believe 9 p.m eastern time it's all about the family live stream i'll be streaming fast and furious crossroads and yeah probably drinking because i'm gonna need it for that game i think you are man
2: i really think you are and he's going to do it in one playthrough. We've, we've come to the conclusion it's going to be like another Extra Life thing. In- I don't know if, in- if I can do it in one playthrough. Oh, well, you, got, you got to do it in one playthrough, because I a think... Lot of, you- a lot of shittiness to go through, Corey. That just do... Just, just be like the angry video game nerd, and just get a case of beer, and just hammer through. Just ask Kalai. I'm sure she can just give you like a couple. Or a shelf.
0: Anyway, Roberta, where can they find you?
1: So you're going to find me on, uh, Twitter at Jehu, handle JehuT88, that's j e h u t y 88. Uh, you can follow me there and, uh, for all sorts of, uh, thoughts on games, PlayStation Vita, uh, certain happenings out there. I'll do, now, I'll try and make it as cool as I can. We're in an age right now where, um, I'm going to be having this new job and, the uh, you know, we don't have any conventions at this time, so but I'll try but once normal life comes happening, you know, roars back again, it'll get the account will get a little more spruce spruced up. Also, um I could be found on PlayStation Network ID, Vector Man 88, for the uh PlayStation 4, that's uh Vector Man as in the character, and then 88 at uh well at, at in eighty-eight that that's the PSN ID. I'm a writer for Marooner's Rock and a writer for stackup.org. Please feel free to go on either of those websites and look at any news and reviews that I'm covering. I'm also a writer for Game Rant and uh for any uh for the movie section and uh feel free to check out some of the write-ups there as well.
2: Uh and that's uh that's it. And then Matt, where can they find you
0: other than uh, on
2: this show constantly?
4: <laughs> Hopefully. Uh I uh I am on all socials. uh PlayStation Network and Steam has missed enough, so you can find me there. I, I've been posting some graphic design stuff and art on my Insta a lot. Uh, if you guys give me a follow there, I would truly
0: appreciate it.
2: Okay, and with that, we will catch you guys next time. Remember, staying grounded, eh?
4: Later, guys.
1: Alright, may the force be with you guys. Take care.
3: Have a good night, guys. Check you later.